Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the one and only world-renowned, <laughs> no, world-infamous weekly oh, podcast. You're out of practice. I, yes, I am. I am your host, Darren Benjamin Torres, a.k.a. Analysis 49. Uh, it's been a while. I am rusty. Um for you guys, it may have been uh, in real time about seven months. The last podcast you would have heard before this one that we dropped, uh, that we released was uh, Sonic the Hedgehog episode, kind of before all this uh, craziness happened with quarantine and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure this is the first time the audience is going to be hearing us talk about it. But in reality, through the magic of podcasting, uh, well, before I talk about that, let me first introduce my co-host because he has a lot to do with what I'm about to talk about. Uh, returning once again is my partner in many ways, partner in crime, partner in podcasting, uh, partner in business, music? partner in music, uh, my friend and returning co-host, Mr. Aaron Field, a.k.a. Aaron Field, not a.k.a. anything from Aaron Field Music. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, hey, glad to be here. Um, everything's doing pretty well. Um, thankfully, nobody, nobody in my family or your family has caught the, uh, what's, what's the, the, what are they calling it? The Rona? The Rona, um, COVID, the coronavirus. COVID. Yeah, uh, just try to stay hip, hip for the kids, you know, the Rona. <laughs> hip for the kids. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, you. this is, this is very strange for us because, as time and editing would have it, uh, for the new listeners, this podcast is loosely based on uh, the time travel theory in that we review movies fashionably late. So by the time you get to hear us talk about a movie, it's either has been in theaters for the past couple of weeks or in our cases now in the new normal that we're living in, uh, early access streaming or maybe in some theaters if you're ballsy enough to go back out into the world right now, which a lot of people are actually doing um, this stage in the game. The last time we recorded was um, for a little side project that we were doing. That is actually going to get aired and edited after you're listening to this. We actually, Aaron and I, I've actually gone and recorded 11 separate episodes for a project we are doing for City on a Hill. Um, it's a TV show that we reviewed. Um, it's taking a lot longer to put together than we had expected. We thought it was going to be a quick little project, but as we do as artists and whatnot, um, we're perfectionists and it's getting a, uh, taking a lot longer to put that together. So as we have spoken about uh, our well-being and what we're doing in these times and how we're sort of staying afloat and surviving um, in this day and age. It's weird that we've already talked about that um, in real time and that hasn't been posted yet, but this is going to be the first time that audience hears about everything after we've basically already talked about it. So right. as, far as, sitting, as far as sitting on a hill, we're not going to talk about that at all. But um, as far as real-time events have occurred in our actual lives, um, 
there has been a portion of the past seven months that has already been recorded and talked about. So we're going to try to skate around all of that content and just talk about what's going on now. So hopefully that when they go and listen, if they do want to go and listen to the City on a Hill review that we did for season one of the Showtime show, uh, now streaming on Showtime, um, they are not a sponsor, but if you want to start watching that show so you understand what we're talking about when we actually air it, um, this will all make sense, I promise. That's why I love the concept of time travel and playing with, with time and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to go that deep. Maybe we will uh, into science fiction this evening. But as you can see, we are currently recording episode 122 of Weekly Podcast. This is actually the first movie uh, that we've sat down and watched, quote unquote, together since quarantine. Um, the only other thing, like I said, we've talked about so many things have happened in the course of the past seven months. In fact, that Aaron and I have stopped being friends and partners and have actually circled around. Like, it's like a weird fast forward thing to where like, as business partners, we got mad at each other for a while, took a break and then came back to being friends and business partners. And now people are going to be hearing all that before they even hear what happened in the middle of it all. So you're actually yeah. listening to the end of it before you get to the middle. It's, it's like, it's a, very strange. It was, it's, I, I get the visualization of a snake eating its own tail, you know, which, that by, which by the way, I it's so fucking weird that you came up with that because I recently went back to watching 12 monkeys, the TV show uh, on, I binge watched that shit last weekend and Ever since then, dude, a lot of time-related phenomenon has been going on in my life, and I think I'm fucking losing it. Like a lot of time travel shit, Mandela shit's going on, and I and I don't know, I don't even know what to tell you. We're gonna talk about Mandela now, later as well, well. I will correct you though. We have watched some movies together. We just didn't do podcasts on them. We we watched um, Uncut Gems. Right. That's uh, what I. I think that's. I think I clarified that. I think I oh. clarified that. Oh. This sure. is the first one we've done a podcast on since. Sonic, and you weren't even on that episode. No, no. Last, the last episode I was on, um, other than City on a Hill, was um, John Wick 3. Oh, wow. Okay. Jesus. Which was like um, a year ago. Yeah, I kind of promised that we wouldn't bring up City on a Hill, but I think that's okay. This will all make sense to people, especially if they're listening to these things out of time, as it were, out of sequence, then it won't matter. Um, numbers are arbitrary and time is a man-made construct that we can only aspire to understand once our physical form on this planet has expired. Wow. <laughs> um, that, that edible is really kicking in. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is all a little bit weird because I know that this is episode 122 immediately following Sonic. But like I said, we have recorded an entire, we took an entire, what, two months to record 11 episodes for just that um, one, yeah. that one season. And uh, then so than much than shit, months, so much shit. In, two and a half months. Yeah. So much shit ha has happened in real life. Um, I mean, I didn't want to correct you earlier when you said that my family has gotten corona i believe one of my family members in new york uh 
had gotten it and is okay now, but um, not entirely true. I, I, I actually know somebody um, from a nearby religious establishment that shall not go named <laughs> uh, that was uh, their youth pastor uh, got sick and has since recovered. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of people close in the community and friends and family have uh, been reported as uh, getting that Rona. Um, yeah. I was just referring so, to the immediate family for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, thank goodness. Um, so far so good. Knock on wood. If you're superstitious or any of that nature. Uh so let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. Uh, for the new listeners, thank you for uh, showing up to this episode. This is a movie review podcast where we review movies fashionably late. Uh, at first, it was so that we could offer a podcast that would review movies without spoiling them. But for the new listeners, uh, this is the first portion um, that we record that is spoiler free, basically talking about the movie anticipations that we have. Speaking of which, it's going to be a movie that's currently has been on Netflix for probably about a month now. Um, and it's called Project Power. Actually, and it came out exactly 30 days ago. Wow. That is not planned. Much like uh, for the new listeners, none of this is planned. We weren't even supposed to be doing a podcast on this movie, but... Not even supposed to be here today. I'm not even supposed to. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I was just like, look, if you have the time, since we're going to watch it anyway, let's just just knock out a quick podcast. Let's Let's see how this goes. We've had some practice on Zoom, so that should go off without a hitch, hopefully. Oh, lots Um, of practice, lots of practice. And lots of lots of arguments, lots of practicing, lots of a lot of things in the past seven months. Uh, a lot of cursing, a lot of yelling. Yeah. Which, by the way, I hope the listeners out there um, are staying safe as well. I've gotten a couple of new followers. Um, if I had the wherewithal to have their names ready when we did this, I would have. But maybe I'll do that in the second portion. Um, I will tell you that we've gotten some followers from the Netherlands, um, also from Netherlands. Norway? Those are two separate things, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they're I'm sure they're going to be happy about that. Oh, they're going to uh, be offended. <laughs> this motherfucker doesn't even know what country we're in. Well, you know, um, uh, people from Ireland, if they're from Northern Ireland, it's totally different than Ireland. Oh, yeah, they, they'll get offended. They get really offended. Uh, my friend Nate, his girlfriend's from Northern Ireland. And when you, when you say she's... Uh, Oh, the other thing is if you people think that Ireland's part of the UK, and people, they get offended by that too. Oh yeah. That's the <laughs> whole that's the whole thing with those with those I was gonna say those people. Wow. Uh with those fucking people. Uh, hey, they're good. Well, they're good people. Who the fuck do they think they are? <laughs> um anyway, that was a terrible accent. Um yeah, so shout out to everybody that has uh, been staying around even though uh, the world is following la- following apart. Falling? Falling. Wow. Jesus Christ, it's fucking edible. Um, okay. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Here we go. All right. What's, three, what's, two, the, one. One, what's the one from Abraham? <laughs> says, um, 
unique New York. Unique, <laughs> unique New York. Unique New York. Um, yeah. So why was I doing that? Um, I swear to God, dude, this this cookie is hitting like I just smoked a bowl. I can't remember what the fuck I just said. Uh, anyway, yeah. Also for the new listeners, um, like I said, this is totally last second. This is not scripted. This is not put together. Um, it's all off the top of the head. Uh, we literally just decided to put this together. So yeah, I'm a little bit, um, rusty, but also why was I doing the whole pronunciation thing? You were getting twisted because of the edible. Right. What word? Oh, I don't know. Oh, great. Thanks for paying attention and being the sober one on this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's so impressive. I'm not even drinking beer tonight. Uh, yeah, well, at least pay attention. Can you pay attention? I'm paying attention. You're, 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 you're doing your nails. You're not remembering what, what sentence I just finished. Come on. Well, that's because I started thinking about Anchorman when you started doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're the sober one. So come on, focus. Um, yeah, anyway, I don't even know why I did that. Uh, anyway, right. my point is, stay again. I said, fuck us, fuck us. Yeah. Um, anyway, I guess my, my point was, is that, um, I started, I started doing this at the beginning because there was like, a a trend of podcasts ruining movies. And I wanted to record this podcast in such a way where even when we get to reviewing the movie, you're going to hear um, a spoiler countdown and then we'll more than likely pause it in real time, come back to the recording and then warn you when we're going to talk about spoilers. So for the new listeners, just be aware you can listen to 75%, maybe 50% of this podcast without running into spoilers. If you don't give a fuck, then just keep listening and that's fine. Also, uh, explicit tag on iTunes. Um, if you are still fortunate enough to have your shitty cubicle job in these, these, uh, Jesus Christ, I can't even speak. In this day and age, then, um, congrats, uh, but put some headphones on because I do not want to be responsible for you losing your job in a pandemic. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you. Uh, don't put me on blast in your office building because uh, we say the F word a lot and we will probably talk about abortion at some point. Um, oh, uh, also, I think I was talking about the whole point of talk of time travel and loosely mentioning uh, Back to the Future and stuff like that is because of the editing and the back and forth. Uh, it'll all make sense later on when it's all finished, I promise. Yeah. Um, that, that being said, for the returning listeners, thank you very much uh, for being here again, uh, coming back and still listening. Um, believe it or not, I've only gotten a few phone calls within the downtime from some people that I didn't think I'd be hearing from. And they're like, hey, man, are you bringing the show back? And just those few amount of people, that few amount of those few amount of people that called me in the downtime and be like, hey, are you OK? Also. Uh, where's your show makes me feel good because some of those people might still be listening because for some stupid reason we're the only thing keeping them laughing and I appreciate that uh, also I want to say shout out to uh, 
Liz and Mike, aka Mush, and Noam and Esty, uh, Sean Patton, um, Shane Torres, uh, Judah Freelander, the Squire Brothers. Shout out to all them for uh, encouraging me to keep my show going, even though um, they, I can guarantee you, none of those people that I just mentioned listen to this podcast, but. They did give me a shout out on the April 25th episode of the Comedy Seller Nightly. You can go check that out on YouTube. Um, Comedy Seller Nightly on YouTube. They have their own channel. Go to the April 25th episode um, and you can hear me rambling and speaking with some of those comedians that I just talked about. Um, got to do a meet and greet with uh, the Sklar Brothers a couple times and um, they shouted me out and gave me some encouragement to keep on doing what I'm doing, especially in these times. And uh, episode 121 was supposed to be uh, my last episode, along with a lot of other previous episodes. I always threaten quitting and shit like that. But here we are doing episode 122. I don't know why, but uh, I promised at the very beginning of all this that I would keep doing this until people stop listening. And uh, so far I've kept my promise and you guys have to, um, I get some very surprising listens from Ukraine, uh, Czechoslovakia, like just places that I have no business being in and people listen and I don't get it, but thank you anyway. I'm getting choked. Um, I'm getting choked up, man. This, this cookie is hitting mad hard. I think those are just random hackers that just came across your webpage. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll take the play, goddammit. Thanks for bringing me down a peg, you son of a bitch. Speaking like, of which... Um, is this guy worth hacking? No, no, his show sucks. It's funny that you bring that up. Uh, I may have said this off mic to you. Maybe subconsciously you're bringing that up to fuck with me. In the past four days, in the past four days, uh, people have tried to hack me twice. So I think I might be getting uh, noticeable now, man. They're like, this fucking guy, wait a minute, he's onto something. We're going to hack him. They're, yeah. they're trying, what, what they're doing is they're trying to meet to me before I get famous, you see. They're trying to cancel me before I even get out there. So maybe, maybe I did say something to piss somebody off. And you know what? That's good news for me because that means they're listening. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> all right. Well, that being said, this is a very strong uh, edible. Um, all right. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about the actual, <laughs> the actual movie. All right. Where- you <laughs> we are here to review speaking of which do you want to i believe you have it pulled up on imdb i do yes uh for the new listeners we do not let anything that imdb uh says about the rating influence our rating but we're just sort of here to inform you what that is as of now uh hopefully aaron's gonna read the description and some of the cast and crew including um who wrote the movie yeah uh, and uh make sure that what you're about to read is, as much as you can does not include spoilers please yeah no i, w- I won't won't read any spoilers um so project so, sometimes imdb has in their description spoilers so just be careful yeah well this this movie project power uh it is a netflix original and it stars Jamie Foxx, um, my man, Willie Beeman, and um, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who coincidentally, which I don't know if I've ever said this on, uh, on previous podcasts or not, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt and I were born the same exact day and year. 
So I, I kind of feel close to him. You know, I think we were, we were, we were split up at birth. You know, we probably had the same parents, but you know. Okay, I was up, I was up with you until there. <laughs> but Maybe no, take we, were, it easy. we were both born the same day and year. Unfortunately, so was Paris Hilton. So you know, you get to do that. Yeah. But, I uh, think maybe I think maybe you and Paris were separated at birth because you both have the same chests. Jeez, uh, no, Nailed no, because look, that was pretty good. <laughs> JGL and I are, are both very talented, creative musicians. He's just better at it, you know, and has. He's, dude, he's so fucking great. I, I up until just now, I forgot that he was even in this. Shame on me. This is just something I wanted to get out of the way. We've been talking about watching this movie for a really long time. And once you're sort of done introing, um, we really need to take a little bit of time out to talk about some of the superhero movie TV show trends going on as well, because we, there's no way we can talk about this without talking about that. Yeah. Um, but do me a favor, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, I think we just mentioned it a little bit because we're not going to, going to be releasing any of the video uh that i know of right now anyway there are some things that have changed uh with the podcast and the direction that it's going um there's some things that are in the works right now that we can't necessarily talk about that i'm excited about and i just don't know the direction that's going so i can't say never to the video being released for this the only reason i bring that up is because i'm about to go get some ice for my drink and i want you to read the synopsis of the movie without spoilers, without me interrupting, but uh, I'm probably going to have to sort of cue in when I get back without announcing my return, if that makes any sense, because I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. So go ahead and talk to them while I finish this. I just got to get some ice real quick. All right. And then, uh, and then I'll be right back. Go ahead. The Iceman coming. All right. So is that, I was going to say, is that the name of this episode? It's no, not, it's not. Nice man it's coming. <laughs> but um, I, know, I, I get it. I get it. So the synopsis uh, of this movie is um, when a pill, there's a pill that gives its users unpredictable superpowers for five, for only five minutes. Um, this drug it hits the streets in New Orleans. Uh, a teenage dealer and a local cop are teaming up with an ex-soldier to take down the group that's responsible for its uh, creation. So it's, it's an interesting take, an interesting story, because you've got the drug dealer aspect, you know, you've got this new popular drug on the streets. Um, but instead of it, instead of it being like um, a bad drug, as far as, you know, heroin or something like that, it gives people superpowers. So it could actually potentially be worse than those drugs because now these guys are out there and they're probably committing multiple crimes and, and murdering people. Um, so definitely I can see where, where that drug would, would definitely be cause a lot of, of havoc. So basically we've got Jamie Foxx uh, in it. I don't know which character he plays, whether he's the dealer or the cop or what, but uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Also, this store, uh, this this movie stars Rodrigo Santoro, who I don't think you're familiar with him. You might be from something else, 
but he was in um, Westworld. So I, mm -hmm. I really liked him in Westworld. And also stars, it also stars Courtney B. Vance. I will probably recognize uh, that person when I see him. Have you um, seen Westworld? I didn't know you watched Westworld. I don't, but like you said, I might know him from something else. And I do want to get into Westworld. It's one of those other like sci-fi sort of time travel shows I want to watch, but haven't gotten around to it. Uh, during the quarantine, I have gotten through a lot of uh, shows and I've even watched movies that I didn't think um, would be in my wheelhouse. And uh, shout out to How Did This Get Made for making us watch Money Plane. Oh, that was epic, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was an epically, terribly fun movie to watch. But if you guys get a chance, uh, they don't know who we are, but I shout them out all the time. Um, go go watch Money Plane. Yeah, um, and, and, then, and we, we and both then, love Kelsey Grammer, but he his like his like the first scene in that movie, he was really good. And then after that, it was just like he mailed it in. It was just like, what in the hell? Well, yeah, because look at the caliber – after he realized the first day on set, he's like, oh, I'm the best one here. So I'm just going to stop trying now. Yeah, it was um, really bad. But yeah, for, for anybody that wants to go like watch a bad movie on purpose, um, that I highly recommend. It, it was a lot of fun to watch. It's just like, wow, okay. Um, they kind of know they're making a bad movie, but they're doing the best they can at it. I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah. Go check that out. I could not, however, bring myself to watch Velocipaster. Um, I not even heard of that one. They recently reviewed that movie. It's a horror movie in which a – it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a priest that, when he gets angry, uh, turns into a velociraptor and avenges people's sins um, by eating their faces off and scratching <laughs> them to death. That sounds um, brilliant. <laughs> it's called Velocipaster. If you have Amazon Prime, you can go watch it for free in quotes because you're paying for it. Um, but yeah, it's on there. And I couldn't bring myself to watch it, but uh, the the podcast that How Did This Get Made uh, did on both of those movies are outstanding. They do a great job. Uh, I have been in touch with um, Paul Shear, but he has not been in touch back. So there's that. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, so back to this guy, Rodrigo Santoro. Yeah. He, he was also in 300. Uh, he was in Love Actually. Uh, he was in a remake of Ben-Hur. I didn't even know they remade Ben-Hur. Did, uh, did you get to the writing credits? Like who wrote and directed this movie, please? Yes. Um, was about to get to that. Let's see here. Not to cut you off, but I did leave for a large chunk of your description. And here's another thing that the new listeners don't know. I like to go into these movies knowing as little about them as possible. Sometimes I don't even watch the trailer. I actually got to watch the trailer of this maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I already forgot mostly what it's about. And, and I know that you just read the, uh, the synopsis, but I was out of the room for that on purpose. Uh, not only to fill up my drink with ice, but um, because I want to know as little about this movie as possible. I know it has something to do with um, a pill that you take that gives you superpowers. That's all I know. Right. That's pretty much all I know as well. 
Um, one other thing about the actors, Courtney B. Vance, the most recent thing that I saw him in was American Crime Story, the O.J. Simpson story. Oh, that's a guy? Yeah, Courtney B. Vance. Um, he, oh. played, he, played, he played Johnny Cochran in the show, which it was a really good show, uh, won a bunch of awards. And I, I highly yeah, I didn't I didn't get to see that one. That that's that's the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. is OJ, right? Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I didn't uh, get to see that one. That was on Hulu for a while. I think it was on Netflix for a while. John Travolta then, was in it. Yeah. Yeah. Then it got pulled from all the streaming sites because uh, um, I think Cuba Gooding Jr. is going through some tax evasion shit. Right? He's getting he's in trouble for a lot of shit right now. Yeah. He's he's having some uh, legal troubles. For sure. Uh, his brother Omar is like, who's done, who wants to be on Nickelodeon now, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, that's a deep uh, cut. Omar Gooding Jr. was on a Double Dare style show on Nickelodeon for a long time, and people thought he was trash. But anyway, who's laughing now? Well, Courtney B. Vance, his most recent show that he's in, I have not seen it yet, but I know a lot of people are watching it because uh, it's like the first series to come out, Lovecraft Country. Um, ah, yes. Now I know who you're talking about. Okay, he's in that too. But back um, to, back to yeah, the, the director and the writers. I'm not familiar with any of them. <clears throat> the directors, two directors actually, Henry Juiced, that's J O O S T, and Ariel Schulmer, Schulman. Um, let's see what else they've done. Uh, he looks really young. He looks like Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Oh, he did well, Paranormal Activity 3. He did Nerve with Dave Franco. And who is that? Emma Roberts? I don't know. I think I saw that movie, but I can't. Uh, it's one of those like generic genre movies that can be easily confused with another one. At least that's how I placed it in my head. But yeah. Um, Oh shit! He's gonna direct the Mega Man movie. Oh dear God! Uh, I didn't know they were making a Mega Man movie, but yeah, it's it's been in talks. It's been in talks for a really long time. Um, unless it, unless they're gonna do a lot of it CG, I don't know how they're gonna pull it off. It, I think it's gonna be a lot like Sonic the Hedgehog, in that most of the Eric, most of the characters and actors are gonna be live action, and then they're just gonna throw in a bunch of CG. People are going to hate it at first, and then Twitter's going to talk about it. There's going to be a huge redesign, and it's going to make a shit ton of money. I don't know. So apparently this guy got his start on a documentary called Catfish. Yep, I know Catfish. They, they turned it into a TV show on uh, yeah. TV. Yep, so he that was his first credit as, as a director was the documentary Catfish, and then he did Paranormal. Dude, I've been watching so – speaking of documentaries, I've been watching so many documentaries during lockdown. It's unbelievable. I forgot how much I love documentaries. Yeah. You should uh, watch Planet of the Humans. Um, for anybody that wants to keep tabs on what I've been watching during lockdown since fucking November, dude, can you believe it's almost been a year for me being locked down? Uh, yeah. It's fucking it's insane. Crazy. Anyway, um, go check out – our Twitter feed um, at a week late and just look at all the, the documentaries that I've been watching, the time travel sci-fi shit that I've been watching. Um, in the second portion, I'm going to try to remember to get all my TV recommendations out of the way. The stuff that I've been 
knocking off of my to watch list and I'm really proud of myself for being lazy enough to get through all of it. So, well, it looks like the, the other um, director on this, they're like basically partner directors. Almost every single credit is the same as the other guys. So mm -hmm. they partner up a lot. Um, they're a package deal. Yeah, exactly. I like that though. That, that means that they know what works and they're going to keep it going and they make money together. That's fucking awesome. Yep. yep. That uh, sounds like something I'm trying to get you to do, but then you yell at me and we stop being friends and don't make money for six months. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't even deny it. You're like, okay, yeah, that's fair. It's pretty, uh, pretty accurate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, um, nobody knows what we're talking about. It's hilarious. All right. So um, what are your, quick. let's, let's go wrap it up and then we got to get to expectations. Yeah. Real quick though. I want to talk about the writer. The writer seems pretty um, new. Uh, most of his write writings have been short stories. His name is Matson Tomlin. And wow. Yeah, I don't recognize anything on this list. Um, I don't know, man. I had high expectations going into this uh, because of the whole superhero genre. Ever since um, the Marvel movies have sort of stopped, not sort of, they have. They're working on their whole next phase right now, which is totally appropriate. Um, I, I need sort of something to scratch that itch you know and i never thought i would see um jgl jgl and yeah is that what they is that what they're calling them these days the kids we're trying to stay hip for the kids yeah uh joseph gordon levitt um i always wondered what superhero or supervillain he could play in a Marvel or DC movie, and I never really saw him fitting into anything. So I'm really interested to see how he fits into this sort of genre. And if it is just, in fact, Netflix trying to make a huge franchise market for themselves, which they definitely have the, the, the financial capability to do so, but also, is this just a demo reel for... Not so much Jamie Foxx, because he already played Electro in the reboot of uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, and I didn't hate that movie, but it was just another Sony cash grab, just fucking with that property before Marvel got it back. Mm -hmm. um, for all my updates on that, go, to, go listen to my uh, Spider-Man Far From Home review. I talk about the whole Sony Marvel debacle and how it's still going on and fucking with the timeline and everything like that. But uh, I have to digress a little bit in the, in the sense that I think if I'm remembering correctly that JGL gets superpowers or somebody gets superpowers in this movie and I just really want to know where they're going with it. Like how different can they possibly make it to what we've already seen and will it work? And if it does, um, is this just serving as a demo reel? Now, JGL has been in a DC movie. Um, he played uh, 
what could have potentially become the new Robin character in Dark Knight Rises, I believe. Um, he so he he was in a superhero movie, a superhero genre movie, but never playing a superhero or supervillain. So I just want to get that out of the way. Right, right. Um, I want to I want to let the new listeners know the level of nerd that I am. So if you're <laughs> gonna email me, email me proper, okay? Um, Fans dot at gmail dot com. Uh, I will take all your complaints, and yes, I do read the emails, none of which I have gotten yet. Um, so thank you for that. Anyway, uh, my expectations were high until you said that the writer hasn't done anything except that. Well, he's done some short, some short stories. I've never, or short, you know, they're just shorts, whatever they are. He did like so. 50. For the new listeners, I'll give my expectations, and then when we give our ratings later in the before we go into spoilers, spoilers. Um, I think my expectations are middle of the road as far as storyline is concerned, but I think they went all, all out on CG and the budget for special effects in this movie. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I would agree with you on that. I've, I've seen what Netflix can do uh, with Marvel properties like Daredevil, Defenders, Jessica Jones, uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, all that shit. I've seen what they can do. They know what they're doing. Um, and by the way, I'd like to call out myself. If you go back about two years when I was reviewing all those shows on Netflix, I said the only reason they're going to get canceled is because Disney is about to come out with their own streaming service and they want to pick up the rights to it just in time to reboot those series and pick up where they left off. Not necessarily a reboot, but just continue it and look exactly what's happening right now. We got Disney Plus up and running and the rights of Daredevil and the rights of Punisher and the rights of Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. And they're all referring back to Disney so that they can start season three and continue where they left off when they quote unquote got canceled at Netflix. They knew exactly what they were doing. And yeah, I just hope I, that they can lock down the same actors and everything. Oh, they, they, dude, they will. It's fucking Disney. It's not DC because DC does that. They will hire anybody to play the same character, even though they're on the same screen at the same time. It's fucking ridiculous. Marvel <laughs> knows exactly. Marvel knows exactly what they're doing, and they will not fuck that up. Mark my words. One last thing I wanted to point out about the writer, even though he hasn't done anything, apparently somebody in Hollywood thinks that he's good because he's also tied to the Mega Man movie. So you already you already said that. No, no, the two directors are, but also the writer too. All three of oh, them. Oh, well, maybe they work as a team. Yep. But, you know, that doesn't say shit, man. It doesn't really make your case any stronger. No. I just, I, I don't want this, I don't want this to be a cash grab for Netflix and just cash in on the superhero genre because Amazon is doing a bang up job of doing that with the boys. I don't know if you've started watching that. No. Um, and, and we haven't even brought up the simple fact that in a room of two nerds, I am the Marvel comics nerd out of the two of us. 
I, I know all of these storylines and movies forward to back and can basically recite you in order how to watch every Marvel movie from beginning to end. Um, yeah. So how do you feel as a an average superhero genre movie liker Yeah. and going into this movie? How do you feel about, oh, is this another fucking... You know it's not Marvel going into it. Right. I'm not... Uh, I, I like watching the movies. I've seen almost all the, the Marvel and DC comic movies. Um, I don't... I'm not a huge fan like you uh, as, as so much as you are, but I, I still enjoy them, but I don't rewatch them. Um, a few of them right. I have. Um, so... I've seen at least every Marvel movie, even the shittiest ones, at least... I'd like to say two or three times just to right. just to solidify my ratings and my thought on the whole thing and just get everything down to like chronologically where it's supposed to be and shit like that. That's how big of a fan I am, especially of time. I like to watch everything, how it's meant to be watched in chronological order. And if, if they're, if they're not released that way, I'd like to at least think that I have, subconsciously rearrange those files, if you will, in my head to play them back in chronological order so that when the next Marvel movie comes out, I know exactly where it's taking place, when it's taking place, how it's taking place. And I can just sit there and be like, okay, I know everything that's going on. Let's go. Right. Yeah. You're, you're way more of a fanatic on that. I, I couldn't tell yeah. you, I couldn't really tell you much of what happened in the most recent Marvel movie, what Avengers, Endgame, you know, other than a couple small things that I remember. Um, See, and but, that's not even the most recent Marvel movie. It was Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh well, I did watch that too. But did you uh, like it? Yeah, it was really good. Nice. And I even I even listened to your podcast on it. Oh, you're the one. Thank I'm you. One. Yeah, I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, old friend. Um, I've actually, I've actually listened to, to quite a few of your podcasts over the past few months. Um, but the, including my own, I I listened to the John Wick three one. Um, How do you feel about listening to your own voice? Is that weird for you as a musician? Is it different as a, on a podcast? It was like when I first started recording myself, when I was in my teens, um, I hated the way my voice sounded. But over the I years, still hate, I still hate my own voice. I can't stand it. Yeah, over the years, I got used to it, and and of course, my my singing got better. Uh, but no, I don't no, think depends, about it. Anymore. Depends who you ask. Okay, I'll keep going. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so my my expectations of the movie. See, I don't I don't necessarily see this movie as kind of breaking into the superhero comic book uh, genre per se. Mm. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be more of a real world situation. Uh, kind of like whatever this drug is they're taking, it's kind of like PCP or something. You know what I mean? Cause that, that already exists. PCP already makes people superhuman almost. Um, yeah. You're not wrong about that. It makes right. them think they are anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of just probably like a souped up version of that. And it's going to be more of a crime, you know, crime action movie, uh, not not really. I recently, super I recently watched rewatched Lucy. Yeah, that's do you remember while. that? Yeah. Um, Luke Besson. Uh, Luke Besson. 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 Excuse me. He is 
he is French. Have some respect for our allies. The professional. That, he did the professional, right, with Leon. I believe so, yeah. Um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Uh, it had a lot of issues, but it also reminded me of um, the TV show and the movie with um, – Speaking of, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm totally drawing a blank. I'm thinking too much right now. Overload, overload. Um, Rain limitless. Limitless. I never saw that. He takes a pill. It gives him uh, superhuman mental abilities. Yeah, and I know they made and, a show, TV series out of it too, right? And I, I liked the movie and I liked the TV show. And it was all great. Um, I really enjoy that concept that you can just take a pill and everything is fine. <laughs> it's called being a drug addict. <laughs> um, but besides that, uh, there is a sort of like wonderment to taking a pill and having it fix everything that's wrong with you so you can finally just navigate and try to be a regular person, right? Um that's why I take edibles and, and do a podcast uh, so I can feel quasi normal. Um, but I don't know how this is any different from those is what I'm getting at. This is sort of like take a pill and make yourself way better. Um, the fact that Jamie Foxx and JGL are in this, uh, JGL more than Jamie Foxx. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I've seen Looper like three times, maybe four. I love movies with time travel and superhuman abilities, and that movie has a little bit of both. Don't forget in uh, Inception. Inception. I just rewatched that like not even more than three months ago. You know, you know what? Ago, one of my favorite that. JGL movies um, was the one where he was addicted to porn. You remember that one? I haven't seen that. That had Scarlett Johansson in it too, didn't it? Yes. Interesting yes. how we go back, how we go back to that. How have you not seen that movie, dude? I know, I know. Uh, I was Because I was supposed to watch it with my brother um, when it first came out. We used to live together. And uh, he ended up, um, shout out to him. Uh, he ended up getting stationed somewhere or getting called out for military service at the time. And uh, we, we had to set it aside and we told each other we would watch it. Uh, it was it was called Don something, right? Don Don John. Don John. Yep. And uh, we were supposed to watch it together, and we promised that we would only see it together, and we have yet to watch it together. So that's where that came from. But um, anything Joseph Gordon Levitt does is is fantastic for me. So uh, I would put him over uh, Jamie Fox for one of the reasons I want to see this movie to begin with. Um, I love whatever he does, and I'm just interesting. I'm interested to see what twist they put on "Take a Pill, Make Yourself Better" genre. Of yeah, movie. you you were recently telling me about another movie he's in that you thought was really good. What was it? Fifteen hundred, seventy five hundred, seventy two hundred. No, seventy five hundred. I'm looking at it. Yeah, seventy five. He was a pilot. Well, then why did you ask me? You already knew. <laughs> well, on, no, on the, uh, yeah, no, no, that fucking movie. Is, if you guys haven't, that movie is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking. Uh, that's what the president sounds like in my head. Um, just nonsensical tones that people cheer at. Um, anyway, if you have the stomach for it it's a very intense movie um it 
it says a lot without saying a lot. There's very few dialogue. There are some subtitles, which I usually hate, but the way they use the subtitles in this movie is actually very unique when they, when they play it against the lack of soundtrack, the way they use the silence and the lack of uh, actual dialogue, but then you have to read sometimes whatever dialogue. Did you get to, did you get a chance to see it? No, but uh, it's an Amazon original, so I, I, I've Fucking, got it. It's, you. it's I don't I don't think it's an Amazon original, but it is on Prime. No, it says it's Amazon original. Oh, that's great. Then that's fucking yeah. great. Which means Even it won't better. leave. It won't leave Amazon. <laughs> Hopefully, well, uh, you could probably buy it on iTunes because they have you know they have their they have the ways of making their money cross platform. Right. Anyway, uh, this went on a little bit longer than it's supposed to. I don't want this to go on too long, but apparently I'm, that's not going to happen. I'm going to say, I, I think we can wrap it up here. Um, my expectations are it's going to be a, a kick-ass action movie. I think you're right that the, the, the plot and the story are, are going to be a little lacking. Um, but I think we'll have some good action and some, some good acting from well, our favorites. The only thing that gives me hope is that JGL has yet to do a, a bad movie. He knows the scripts that he's getting into. If it was a bad script, I don't think he would have been involved in the first place. I agree. Yep. So hopefully that saves it. My faith in our boy uh, will hopefully save the movie. Maybe I can do some editing magic, the, the second portion. Uh, maybe this movie has so many spoilers involved that we could just get directly to the ratings and then sort of do a, a tight second portion of the show, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah. We are going to watch this in real time. Um, so for you guys, it's going to be a small break. Uh, we're going to drop intermission music in here by our good friend and DJ in Orlando who had a COVID scare, but I don't know if you knew that or not, Field. Yes. Uh, ooh, excuse me. I just burped. Um, not sure if that got picked up on mic or not. I might edit that out or keep it in. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, he is all good and safe. His family's all good and safe. The music you are going to hear in the intermission is from our good friend, Mr. DJ Aaron Bond. You can catch him on Facebook at Aaron Bond Music and on Twitter, DJ. Aaron Bond? Yeah. Or it might be at Aaron Bond Music. He may have changed it. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I ate a full cookie before all of this happened, so I am don't even know how That's I am. That's like the fifth time you've mentioned it, by the way. Oh, is it really? Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe you were supposed to say Snoogans, son of a bitch. Snoogans. Maybe that's what I was supposed to be telling you. Snoogans. Jesus Christ. This motherfucker has code words, and I have to remind him what they are. Okay. Anyway, uh, thank you for being a good producer. I'm the one that's doing all the fucking work. Didn't we come um, up with a different code word? I forget now. Yeah, and you already forgot what it was. <laughs> syphilis, you idiot. Syphilis. Jesus Christ. Wait, okay. is that syphilis or syphilis? <laughs> no, it's not syphilis. <laughs> syphilis. Okay, syphilis. anyway. So go listen to the intermission music. Go watch uh, Project Power. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Go watch it with us, in air quotes. In real time, pause it. Go watch it. Smoke a bowl. Drink some beer. Drink some wine. 
If you're out in public, wear a mask, stay safe, stay distant. Uh, watch us with friends as long as you're being safe. And then come back and we'll be back for part two of episode 122 for Project Power on Netflix. See you on the flip side. See you in a bit. second portion part two of episode 122 for project power review uh we're both back welcome back uh, mr aaron field hey how's it going i believe i i always do this is mispronounce your website ever since you changed the name of it to begin with i keep saying uh aaron field music now, the, the original is just aaronsmusic.com, so that's uh, A-A-R-O-N-S, no apostrophe, obviously. Um, I'm the but, worst fucking promoter. Like, how do I not know this? We've done how many shows, especially the ones that they haven't listened to yet. We did 11 episodes for City on a Hill promoting your fucking podcast. I'm sorry, your, your music website, my podcast, and the art that we did for... Uh, comedy uh, seller nightly and I, yeah. i'm still fucking it up why well just remember my new one that we both came up with that one day at uh <laughs> we were sitting in front of beer frog actually well right next evom lounge and uh, i Shout came up with them. the idea acousticaf.com uh, i wanted to kind of have something that was kind of hip um with the uh, with the youngsters and my initials are af so <laughs> why are we so old AcousticAF.com goes right to Aaron'sMusic.com. I love it. It's great. Uh, that T-shirt has yet to be released. I'm still waiting for some approvals. At this point, um, I'm thinking I'm so good in with them. Uh, I'm just gonna release it and see what they say. Fucking send them some T-shirts. If they hate it, they hate it. If they ban me, fine. I think they're they're gonna like them so much that they'll, uh, you know. Let us step into the fray a little bit more. I, I agree. Being, I, think, thank I you. think we should do it. Uh, what's that old adage? Um, better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Absolutely. <laughs> or, Let's or keep going with that. Like that. No, that's that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, we just got done watching uh, this fucking, you know what? This movie surprised me. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Uh it had its issues. Um, yeah. Let's just get started because we are, like I said, we we decided to do this podcast uh, last minute. And while we're known to have it be split into different sections, uh, full disclosure, I believe we have so much to talk about that this might get split up. Uh, even more into two different recording sessions. So we'll see how that plays out. Just just to be full disclosure, we might not. 
we we might not get the spoiler version done um while sort of keeping everybody's uh schedule intact let's let's keep it like that uh very strange times we're living in schedules have to change i'm okay with it uh let's continue shall we for yes. the new listeners, um, this is the portion where we review the movie according to our sort of expectations, uh, what went wrong, what was right, what they did, um, which is why the disclaimer, I think this might go longer than w- what we expected, but uh, as far as right now is concerned, we're going to uh, rate the movie and talk about it as much as we can without giving up spoilers to be fair how about that sounds right. good yeah. would you would you like to go first please start with uh the rating as it were if it if it was in a theater uh what would that rating be and how long did this movie go because i don't think we went over that in the first portion yes. a little under uh, two hours right it, it is uh, rated R. We didn't talk about the rating, but it's rated R, and it was an hour and 53 minutes, including credits. Uh, I almost caught myself waiting like a Marvel movie to see if any end credits, which is a trend that Marvel does after their movies, like, yo, sit down stay after the movie for the credits to roll. And then you can see it might be a two minute clip. It might be a 30 second clip. It might be a 10 second sound, but Mm -hmm. Marvel, Marvel has been successful in making millions of people, possibly billions of people before they died from the pandemic or the Mm -hmm. snap nailed it. Uh, Too soon. Why are you shaking your head? That's fucked up. Um, The snap killed half the population of the planet, and I think Corona's doing the same thing, so it's too soon? All right. Uh, I sure hope not. Also, also 9-11 just happened, so I'm going to throw that into the mix. Never forget. Um, I'm really not trying to make a joke about that, but I kind of just did, so sorry. Uh, Go go talk to uh, the voice of Brian the dog if you're mad at me about 9-11 jokes. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, I said that. I might have to edit that out. Any hoozles. Uh At this point, it's just as much as we can say about the movie without spoilers and how it relates to our predictions on how, you know, middle of the road or how high your expectations or how low your expectations were. So I would argue that you go first, maybe. Yeah, um, I think that... It lived up to my expectations. Um, it it outperformed a little bit on the action and uh, graphics. I didn't think it was going to be quite super. When you say when you say outperformed, mm-hmm. does that is that a good thing or does that yeah. mean that you okay okay? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little bit better than I expected as far as okay. the uh, uh, the action and, and the graphics and. Um, me too, actually. Yeah. Um, Sorry, hashtag me too. I think overall, overall, it, it made nothing. Me... You're not even going to acknowledge the joke. Okay, go ahead. Uh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Just go ahead. 
Um, you know, I think my my initial thought was I thought I was going to give I was going to rate it a seven out of a eleventy uh, was my initial thought before we watched the movie, and my only real gripe about the movie is the sound mixing. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but the dialogue and the voice, the vocal track was way too low compared to the special effects and music. I did find myself uh, at first changing the volume. Yep, exactly. Um, at, at, at the very beginning of the movie, but towards the end, I saw that it balanced out and it did raise a question in my head like it was nobody paying attention to the levels um which which is ironic for me to ask because i have a shitty podcast my levels aren't like on point all the time but i'm not a multi-billion dollar movie you know what i'm saying (laughs) uh there's like five people that listen to this and i just found out in this episode that three of those five people are us Right. So, like, and we're just two people. So, how the fuck does that? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. But uh, I have to digress a little bit because there is something to be said about the budgets that Netflix has that we underestimate. That uh, I would, I would say that in certain places they excelled and in other places I'm like, oh, that's bad CG. But I'm also a graphic artist. Uh, we're yeah. also perfectionists. And we're looking for basically Netflix is pulling off half... No, let me say this. Netflix is pulling off three quarters of what Marvel and Disney can do for a quarter of the budget and it looks amazing. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I think so. I think you're pretty close. Um, I think that these are on par special effects, visual effects. The audio I wrote down actually a couple times. uh, I got mad notes and I'm embarrassed, but I like the (laughs) fact that this is the first time we've actually done a podcast separately in this format to where we actually closed down our video just for the listeners to know what's going on. We watched this movie together at the same time in air quotes. Like we knew that we were both watching this movie at the same time, but when we, what we did was the same format that the yet to be released city on a hill podcast we always recorded and then paused and then completely shut off our video. We watched Pain and Gain together in sync, pun intended. Mm-hmm. And we watched that on a Zoom call or signal or whatever it was. And we synced up our audio so we could sort of be in the same room together watching the same movie experiencing it at the same time what we did here for the first time ever that you've been on the podcast we actually watched the movie together at the same time but without being in the same room or the video on at the same time and we took notes separately yeah and 
what we're experiencing now is kind of the same thing that I was talking about before being freaked out at writing things down or experiencing things at the same exact time that maybe on a different planet, like Mandela effect style, would have never happened unless we would have coordinated it together. Now, mm -hmm. that actually happened in the movie, writing the same notes, thinking the same thing, watching it at the same time, and now we can actually trade notes on the exact same thing, but you were experiencing something completely different at the same exact time that I was, but we wrote the exact same note down. Is that, I mean, it's a long way to get there, but it's exactly what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we have a lot of the same viewpoints. You have a lot more background as far as the um, Marvel Universe and the, the comic book. I think that's why I wrote down so many more notes yeah. uh, because I have that going. And uh, so sorry, I, I don't even think I even let you speak about um, – the the runtime did we get at the runtime? I know it was rated R. Yeah, but. runtime was uh, one hour fifty three minutes um, with credits. It was filmed on location in New Orleans. Uh, in fact, uh, a lot of it was filmed. I guess, maybe the, the end scene or something was filmed at an abandoned Six Flags theme park. Now I have something to say about that. Thank you for bringing that up because. Uh, the one of the first notes that I wrote was, "This is a Tampa scene?" Question <laughs> mark. I noticed. Did you notice the bridges from Tampa and Clearwater in this movie? Well, it looked very similar to Florida. Um, and yeah. and uh, in in the movie, they mentioned this guy's from Tampa. I did not catch that. Yes, it was at the very beginning, um, and I and I go. Tampa question mark I knew I saw Florida shots those bridge shots are the fucking bridges in the Keys they're not the bridges in Atlanta or wherever the fuck this is supposed to take they, place they do they definitely remind me of the Keys um I've been down there once but they, they fucking mentioned Tampa at the very the very first scenes they mentioned Tampa and I love that because I mentioned uh people from the Comedy Cellar Nightly uh, show, and I'm in the comments Monday through Thursday, almost every single night, 8.30 to 9.30 Eastern. Thank you very much. And uh, there, there is, uh, I, was, I told myself I was going to put uh, names together of, of Twitter people that are shouting me out and stuff like that, maybe in the spoiler version, if I remember. Uh, but there's this sweetheart uh, in the comments that always... She called, even though my name is a week late in the comments, she always calls me Florida. I can't get away from it. And <laughs> so I, I love the fact that this movie states that there is a character or at least some tie-in to Tampa. And I can almost guarantee you that since Louisiana and, and Florida are so close, most of those bridge shots were fucking Florida, my friend. Guarantee you that. Well, that's possible. It does not state that in the filming location info. It only says the However, yeah. However, uh, here's one thing I got to tell you. Um, when you were talking about the actors that were included in this movie, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, um, 
we're talking about musicians and rappers and shit like that. Well, he is one of my favorite rappers that I have been listening to, I would say, within the past, I don't know, five, six years. Uh, he's been in multiple movies, including Bird Box. I believe he's in Bird Box as well. Remember, and this isn't a spoiler, remember the fire guy in the opening scenes? Yeah. That is Machine Gun Kelly. He's a, a white rapper. He's got beef with Eminem a lot of the times, but we've actually talked about this on a previous podcast to where they're on the same record label and they always put them against each other just to sell records. Yeah. So Machine um, Gun Kelly is the fire guy. Okay, yeah, I recognize him now that I'm looking at his pictures. Yeah. And also, he was in, uh, we haven't watched it yet, The King of Staten Island. Oh, my God. That's another one we're supposed to watch. Yeah. Are we going to watch that? And in, in, is this official? Or are we making the announcement right now? And you're are we right. going to finally? Yeah, he was also in Bird Box. But, um, yes, I know I'm right. You didn't have to check that. Why, why would you double check that? Well, I know I I'm right. Why, how dare you? Because you said, I, th I think he was in Bird Box. I know. I'm talking with you. I'm talking with you. I'm talking with you. I'm talking with you. Um, yeah, I mean, we we could definitely do a podcast on the King of Staten or what was it, King of Staten? Island? Yeah, King of Staten Island. Um, shout out like, to Liz; I, she was supposed to get back to me on that. I'm not familiar hadn't. with this guy, um, you know, because I I don't listen to that style of music normally. But, um, well, it's funny because I have a bunch of notes here that are nothing but hip hop references that you wouldn't get, and I wrote them all down, which is probably why it took me longer. But I actually finished this movie earlier than you did, and then we sort of called each other almost exactly on the same moment, finishing it. Yeah. So that's that's not weird at all. Um, there's a, a hip hop a trap. This I'm mean, I'm not even gonna call it hip hop, but because of the qualification of music, uh, there's a scat man. I'm the scat man. I don't know if you know what that is. I wrote that but, down too. They did it. Did you? I heard it in the song. Yep. I'm like, that sounds okay. like that wee bop 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 top song. And it totally is. And here's why that's man. funny. I'm the scat man. And it's really strange now that we're getting to a point in trap music, which is technically hip hop, but I don't. Anybody that wants to have a hip hop conversation with me, please. Fans.weeklit at gmail.com. Uh, I will make that a completely different podcast, and now we can talk about it from here on out. I actually wrote down Scatman Trap Remix, LOL, okay, question mark, exclamation point. Mm -hmm. To me, the fact that you, and you know that I love uh, Jesus and Miro. One of Miro's AKAs is... Uh, I want to call it the, he calls it the, 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 the Dak man or something like that uh, because he does, um, <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to be able to nail this, but I can't. Also, I don't want to steal somebody else's joke. So maybe that's why my, um, my, my brain is blocking myself from doing his joke. But you know, Jesus Samira, I talk about them all the time. Go look yeah. up one of his AKAs. Um, He's called the Zan Man. That's what he calls himself. Because he does Zannies, like Zanny bars, like uh, I'm pretty sure people that do drugs know what that is. You don't because 
you're a nice white guy. Um, <laughs> you have no idea what I'm saying right now, do you? No. Uh, they call Zanny bars. They call them Zan Zans, like Xanax. Yeah. So he calls himself the Zan Man. So immediately, I knew that this was a Scatman like trap remix. <laughs> and it, it reminded me of comedy that nobody else listens to except me, and I and you kind of know about it because of me. But these are just the three top notes in the first part of the movie. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be mad long. Uh, so I have Machine Gun Kelly, um, then references to hip-hop in the first three minutes. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a very unique movie in which it fuses, and there's a Wu-Tang shirt involved. Yeah. It, infuse, it infuses black culture, hip-hop, which belongs to everybody, and artistry, and then the genre of superhero movies. So we have like five or six different things already in the first five minutes that we have to pay attention to. And it's just like, oh, okay. Uh, I, I'm 100% in question mark. I like, I want to be into it so bad. And then there are certain things within the movie that took me in and out of that that I was completely okay with, but kind of didn't fit and might push some people out if they weren't into how relevant this movie is in terms of, I, I hate to say it so early into this episode because for our new listeners, I, I don't like to get political or religious at all, but this movie kind of does both. And it's like, it pulls us in this movie was filmed at least, can we say, three, four years ago? And it's just, it's just now coming into the mix, and it's still relevant with Black Lives Matter and social injustice and, like, all this, and all this shit. And I actually wrote down, and I talked about in the first portion how I've been watching movies um, like time travel and sci-fi movies, and I just recently watched a movie that was called um see you yesterday and it's a time travel movie and on hulu if you go there right now it's listed as a black lives matter movement movie mm -hmm. and and i and i'm 100 okay with that but it's also just a sci-fi movie why do we have to classify it as black lives matter it's what's going on mm -hmm. right now and there are movies that have that were be, that were being made before all this shit blew up in the lives that we're actually living in now, yeah. and these movies are are being spelled out more relevant than they were before any of this even happened. I guarantee I, you, they filmed this think... before I was uh, being sequestered in in November of last year. Yeah, I don't think they. You know what? I don't think they overdid it though. I don't think they overdid the cultural references. They did. They I did agree. And but but you remember the movie Be Cool, the sequel to Get Shorty, like they way overdid like the music part of it. I never saw it. I never oh, saw it. Okay, well, but I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like they they, they had the girl in it was like this uh, really good singer and performer, and they showed like her singing full songs, and I'm like, they just that's just way too much. We don't need to listen to her sing a whole song, taking up way too much well, of the movie. 
You know they're you know they're also rebooting um, Golden Girls with an all black cast. Did not know that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay with social justice. I'm okay with all that, but also I understand the anger of of white people. Like, why does the cast have to be black now? Like, why do we have to do that? Reboot it with 100% white actresses that can pull it off. I mean, why? Well, There's they no did the same point. thing with you, uh, Ghostbusters, all female cast. Well, but that's not racial. I, I, I get no. that's a female equality. But yeah. there's also a lot of apologizing going on for them overcorrecting. They they took that movie completely out of the Ghostbusters canon and just like, let's pretend that didn't happen because now we're doing a movie called Ghostbusters Forever and this actually is a part of what happened. Excuse us for making that all-female shit. We fucked up. We overcorrected. They apologized. <laughs> they did. It's a thing. Go look it up. <laughs> I never watched so it. Neither did I. In in our culture, it's it's okay now to overcorrect unless it's not. So how do we know unless it's not? Dude, this is this podcast was never built for this. But movies now that I'm watching, especially this one called See You Yesterday, produced by Spike Lee. It's a time travel movie, and it's also classified as Black Lives Matter. And I fucking Love it. It it changed my perspective on what a time travel movie can be. And at the same time, it didn't overcorrect. Uh, what we're looking into now is a completely different form of making movies. And if my white best friend can say that they didn't overcorrect on this and we can both agree, I think we're doing a good thing here. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. In a lot of ways, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back. These motherfucking social justice warriors aren't doing shit compared to us. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> we did this shit by accident, dude. I was yeah. watching this movie because I thought I wanted to watch a really good superhero movie. And now we're talking about fucking Black Lives Matter and shit. We can't get away from it. It's it's here to stay, and this is a good way to make change. Now, that being said, Machine Gun Kelly is one of the best white rappers I have been paying attention to in a lot of the past years. And this movie starts out with him and introduces us to the whole premise of the movie in which someone can take a pill and for five minutes or sometimes 15, which I'll get into later, uh, can completely change your life in that you may gain superpowers or you might die. Right. Take this new drug. And also, is it digital? Because they get to turn it and it changes a little bit? Yeah, I thought the pill, it, it, from the first scene when I saw the pill, I thought it was a little bit cheesy, but then I ended up liking it. It was pretty cool. Me too. I like the idea that you can see all this activity happening inside. Yeah, and, it's like a nuclear explosion or something. Right. The, the precedent of said drug is that take this and for five minutes, 
you will gain your own specific superpower. Everybody that takes this drug does not react to it the same, which to be honest with you, as a new age Gen X hippie, I was born in 1979, put me in whatever generation you want, but I experimented with drugs a lot. And I got to tell you that in my experimentation of said drugs, I will be the only one that tells you that I had almost an exact opposite reaction that everybody else did to cocaine. I don't know what that lets you know. I know uh, you're a good old, you're a good old uh, upper middle class white boy that's never done drugs before. Uh, <laughs> I would argue that most people would say that cocaine makes them energetic. I used to do it to keep me calm at a, a certain point in time, believe it or not. So yeah. it had a completely opposite reaction for me and my chemical makeup than it did for everybody else. So I was able to relate to this movie in a way that nobody else did. And we haven't even gotten to spoilers yet. Uh, my tolerance is higher than everybody else. I'm also Colombian for the new listeners. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> that explains a lot. It, uh, it does. There are two things. Um, <laughs> You know, I was I was raised to like two things, uh, cocaine and coffee. Unfortunately, I don't like coffee. Yeah, me uh, neither. that's a stupid joke. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I gotta go. I gotta revert back to Machine Gun Kelly because we're still on the first three jokes. Um, notes, rather jokes. Notes, <laughs> maybe the same thing. Uh, it's funny how in you sort of uh brought up all the actors and i didn't know his real name and i and i was like oh i know that name but in the credits his name isn't machine gun kelly right it is uh, on, IMDb, yeah, on imdb but his action okay no in the credits he's colson baker that's his real name that's his real name yep colson baker like Marshall Mathers, that is Machine Gun Kelly's real name. Right. Uh, that being said, I, I didn't think he did a bad job. He's not a bad actor. He was also in the SLC, uh, SLC Punk reboot. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? Remember we were talking about that one chick that was in um, John Wick 3, how you hated her? Well, I didn't hate her. I didn't hate her. I just, I hated the fact that she didn't tweet me back. But yeah. No, no. The, I get, who was it? You were like, that was, that was a joke. I know. She didn't really have any lines in the movie. You were like, perfect, because she's a terrible actress. Yeah. Uh, the, the lesbian broad that did Batman, uh, the Batgirl, the Batwoman yeah. show. Yeah. I remember you talking about her. She was in a horrible shark movie. Uh, the Megla, the Megadon, whatever, the Meg, the Meg. Meg? Rose, Rose something, right? Jesus Rose. Christ, help me out here, something. Yeah, it was Rose something. Ruby Ruby Rose, thank you. Ruby Jesus Rose. Christ, let's go. Anyway. Um, I never, I never no. got to, are we giving our ratings yet? I, I don't know if I was supposed to. Um, uh, you're supposed to 
give me some kind of notes on the first part. Like, I haven't even gotten into not even close to spoilers. So, yeah, I, you wanna, I, don't any, I don't have any pre-spoiler stuff left. So, you go ahead. Okay, so, all right. So, uh, I saw a poster of TLC um, on the wall that the young black girl, uh, her sort of hip-hop... Uh, honors her her what do you call it the uh inspiration i suppose um it the references quickly went away um what ha so what happened to machine gun kelly machine gun kelly's character when he knew what was going to happen to him when he took his pill. Uh, like I said before, these pills sort of change your DNA and show you what your ability is going to be, uh, depending on your DNA. It's just random. Or if the pills don't work, you just explode. Correct? Am I, am I safe right. to assume that if it doesn't oh. work for you, it just, you just die? Yeah, it's it's almost like the equivalent of uh, playing Russian roulette. Correct. I would agree yeah. with that. I, I'm surprised I didn't write that down because I was looking for a really good anecdote to compare it to, and that's perfect. It's like, but isn't that isn't that what it is with all drugs? Anytime you take a pill, you don't know what it's going to do to you. Yeah, and you don't know if the drugs are spiked. You know, like a lot of our our favorite actors that have died yeah as a matter as a matter of fact jgl said do you trust this guy is this the same guy that you got it from before when i get when i get my weed i say that all the time it's like is this the same fucking shit that you got me last time but <laughs> the reason i have a good weed guy is because i know exactly what he's gonna get me right i might have to edit some of this out you know what <laughs> i don't give a fuck if joe rogan can get away with it i can get away with it too it is Move to Tampa, um, where it's decriminalized, and you'll be all right. <laughs> you'll just get a fine. You'll just get a fine. Hey, hey, that lady, uh, that lady in uh, the Comedy Cellar nightly chat. She calls me Florida. She knows exactly where I'm at. You don't need to know. Don't give me any details. Everybody knows we're from Tampa up in this bitch. <laughs> uh, so what I'm saying is, is that um, when he took the the pills right and he he already had like half a burnt face he knows that it's gonna hurt so the entire time they're inside of the five minutes does that mean that they don't hurt until after because he knows the after effects he knows he's gonna get burned does that mean that they hurt while it's happening or after or if they die they don't feel it but if they survive they completely get burnt and feel it after the effects. They didn't really explain that. Uh, they didn't explain if they feel pain afterward. That shit fucked me up, man. I'm like, this guy is taking these drugs knowing that he has this superpower, but it's going to hurt the entire time. And he feels the after effects after the burn. Yeah. So what really is the benefit of doing that besides surviving for those five minutes? And this issue happens throughout the entire movie you could probably compare it to drugs like heroin you know where 
where they have all the after effects like the itchy skin and you know scabs and all that shit at the uh, time you feel like the fucking man but then the next day I, okay yeah, yeah that's a good answer actually it's worth the trade-off i guess so i don't know that actually that actually is a really good answer all right i'll take that all right so moving on to the next note because um i wanted to say something too go ahead i did Please. i did I did go through my notes and realized I did have some pre-spoiler stuff left. I wanted to point out this, the cinematics. I thought it was very beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. um, the picture quality was crisp. It was very well done. I agree. Um, it was very well shot. The I cinematics were beautiful. The camera work the, was good. The CG that actually looked really good, looked really good. The CG yeah. that didn't look good, uh, I, I have some uh, other things to say about that, but they're only notes about inconsistencies. Now, that's all, that's all it is, but good job for them. I agree. Here's, here's an interesting thing I just found out on IMDb. The movie was shot in a 2.00 to 1 ratio, which is very interesting because most widescreen movies are either 1.85 or 2.35 letterbox. I've never, I don't know that I've ever seen a, a two-to-one ratio. So I kind of have an insight on this note, and it's super nerdy. Um, they're starting to use the same technology to film movies as the new 4K TVs on the very bottom number spectrum because what Sony uh, – this is super nerdy. What Sony's doing is using the bottom number – for 4K resolution, when most people use the top number for 4K resolution. So they're, now they're using their cameras in a, a sort of flipped format to where they can claim that they're doing this new technology. And I'm not saying it's not working, but it kind of is, but they're misleading people with the new 4K technology as far as it's going with the the, the, you know, the new Xbox and PS5, all that shit, uh, the yeah. numbers are being flipped. They're, so. going by the, they're going by the width instead of the height. Correct. Um, because Correct. 1080, but anyway. 1080p is really 1080 by 1920. So. But it's also, in some, in some formats, it's also 1088. You can't, you can't really flip the format yet. Yeah, but I mean, if you go by that new, the, the new formatting, 1080p is technically 2K. Correct. So let's not lose too many listeners here. They're they're already listening so far. Let's not let's not lose them on this much nerd shit. But I do I do agree with you one hundred and ten percent. Again, I'm saying now one hundred and ten percent as if that's the fucking real number. One hundred and eleven percent. One hundred and eleven percent. So, um, where do we go from here? I don't know where you want to. I mean, well, I got notes for days. I, eh? think, uh, I think we're close to wrapping it up um, in this in this session. The I don't I don't think so. No, I have I have a lot to talk about before we get to spoilers. Actually, oh boy. Well, uh, maybe ten minutes. All right, you go ahead. Get through my well, I'm done. What about your What about your notes before spoilers? That's all you have. That's all I had. Yeah. All right, so let me let me keep going then. Um, he's a pain the entire time. Oh, the chameleon guy. That's the guy, 
It's not. I don't think it's. It's not. Uh, okay. Chameleon guy had very cool visual special effects I've never seen before. I did know not, e- not even not even in any Marvel or DC movies have I seen this chameleon guy run through a scene that immediately changes his background as right. he's running through it. I thought that was very fucking cool. Yeah, he was like the invisible man meets yes. chameleon. Yeah. But here's one of the things that I have is like the power didn't transfer over to the things that he was dealing and pushing over. Right. So why didn't anybody except JGL's character realize it? Because like, follow the floating bags. Why isn't anybody? He actually said that out loud. Follow <laughs> the follow the bags. Right. Like none of these cops in this hostage situation saw the bags fucking floating and were shooting at a fucking <laughs> floating bag. Right. Maybe shoot the ghost bags, you fucking idiots. So that's why this movie doesn't already get 100% from me. There are little things here and there. I love how they play with the, the special effects and the, the special powers and, and the supervillains. And, and to be honest with you, there is really no supervillain or like bad guy. There's well, there really was no one. Yeah, that Rodrigo Santoro guy was the main bad guy, but uh, and I don't want to give any spoilers away. But right. yeah, but what I'm change. saying is, is that there really is. It does. This movie does really change the fact that there's no one bad guy they're going after. It's right. It's sort of a collective thing to where, uh, I mean, let's get it out of the way before we get to the spoilers. Jamie Foxx's character is looking for his daughter, and we know not whether he is good or bad. That by itself is a twist in this movie genre. Right. I love that. I love that shit. That kind of like a lot of movies that I've seen, um, which shall not be named for spoiler reasons, halfway through or maybe longer, we don't know who the fucking bad guy is. How, how are we supposed to root for somebody when we don't know? And, and I love that about this movie. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to talk about like really much of the content besides the fact that I just said it. Jamie Foxx is looking for his kidnapped daughter, and we didn't know that until like forty minutes into the movie. That's very, very different as far as one of these like superhero movies is supposed to go. I fucking love that about this. There's a lot of mystery involved, and we don't really know who to root for. Like the girl. The, the young black girl with shout out making the lead character a young black girl. Yeah. And we, I don't know about you, but uh, this might be a spoiler. I had to stop myself a little bit. We may or may not know if she has a superpower at all during the entire movie. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's fucking, I, I really, this turned the movie genre that we were talking about before kind of upside down, but left it to your interpretation during a lot of the movie. Am I wrong about that? Yeah. Yeah, I did, definitely. Uh, they did things differently, for sure. I liked it a lot. Um, the I said, I, I, I wrote in capital letters, nobody sees the bags. Like, this guy had a chameleon shit. And then I liked how when he opened the bag, 
yeah, it the, the, blew his face, and it was sort of glittery. And they did a lot of these these new special effects that I really enjoyed. But in the practicality of it all, in the real world, people would know that he was sitting down in the middle of a bus, holding bags of cash, being invisible. Like there's just bags of cash there, and there's a cop actively running on your bus, and everybody's sitting down as if they didn't see two <laughs> floating bags of cash. <laughs> so uh, continuity is going to be a big deal as to why I don't give it a perfect 10, but I really want to give it a perfect 10. Uh, it's just these continuity issues, especially with the first time after we see JGL doing what he does with what he does with the pills. Mm. Um, I might be getting into spoiler uh, territory here, um, but with his bruise, I'm gonna leave that loosely on the table. With his bruise, uh, it came and went during the entire movie and I have to take a point off for that. Yeah. Uh, the consistency, consistency, of his injuries and consistency of everything in this movie. Not everything, but the things that I pay attention to and wrote down without spoiling it uh, is a big reason why this movie gets less than a perfect score. Are you gonna rate it immediately? And can I break a couple things down before I do? Or is it yeah. still too early? Um, the only thing we haven't really talked about is the acting. Um, what did you think of please, that? Please do. Um, you go first. You go first. I thought Jamie Foxx was great. Um, JGL, he was pretty good. There were times, though, where his accent got a little weird. Like, I didn't know if he was trying to do agree. I didn't want to say anything about that, but I agree. I didn't know if he was trying to do a Louisiana accent or what. It was a little yeah, weird. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, uh, I, think he was, I think he was doing what he was told, and that's one of the inconsistencies that I wrote down. He is such a team player that he's going to do what he's told. And I think that these scenes were shot, obviously, out of sequence. And he was told to do uh, an accent in one scene. And then that actually, much like this podcast, uh, there are things that we talk about before it gets recorded and posted. And... We're actually talking about this movie before that got talked about and posted. So when you listen to it in order, it's going to sound off. But to us, it makes sense. When right. they were shooting it, it's the exact same thing. At the time, they didn't want them to have an accent. And now they do. I don't think he was supposed to be from New Orleans. And then at some point, he was supposed to. I'm not sure how that broke down. If I, if we ever get famous enough to meet JGL or any of these fucking people that made this movie, I will ask that fucking question. <laughs> right. It, it behooves me because he only did it once or twice, right? It's not like he yeah. picked it up all the time. No, it was only a couple of times. It's so funny that you said that. It's so funny. So what, so what say you? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and 
I don't think I was as blown away by it or impressed by it as you just because of the comic book aspect of it. Um, but I would say I'm going to give it a 7.11D out of 11D. Uh, this is something I have to explain to our new listeners, actually. We never explained to them how the the rating shit works. Yes. Uh, 0 to 11 D is the rating system. 0 being the worst thing ever. Uh, the movie that you watched isn't even worth a rating. Uh, 11 D being the best ever. In our last episode, uh, episode 121, there is a uh, shout out to her. I love her. Uh, she really did try to do her best, but she didn't grasp the fact that uh, eleventy was a made up word. So she was, she got <laughs> held she got held up on that at one point. I'm just saying. Um, are we giving our? Am I giving my review right now? Um, yeah, um, my rating is seven point eleventy out of eleventy. I can't quite go up to an eight, but. So, um, for the new listeners, that means he's going as close to he as he can get to an eight without actually getting there. Uh, you know what, man? I really enjoyed this movie, man. It was entertaining. Um, it, had, it had explosions. It had really good CGI. It had also kind of okay CGI. Uh, I got to say, I didn't hate... Uh, MGK's Machine Gun Kelly, the fire guy at the beginning. Right. I didn't. I didn't hate his CG. No, uh, I, liked I, it. I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it. It was. It was. Uh, I liked that. Is I think it's fucked up to say that as much as I like him as a rapper, I really like to see him going down in flames because. <laughs> Ah, man, it's so satisfying. Uh, but, like I said, I haven't seen um, oh, oh, Quiet, you know, Quiet Place or anything like that. But I got to tell you, man, uh, he did a really good job. Shout out to MGK. Uh, uh, and also SLC Punk, he was in that too. Go go, go look that shit up. You know what that reminds um, me of, though? It reminds me of, you remember in Zoolander 2, where at the very beginning, um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, I do know what you're talking about. Uh, his name gets shot up like a hundred times. Yeah. And shot. Um, wait, what is his name? Uh, ben Stiller. No, no, no. Um, no, no, no. The, um, the guy that got famous on YouTube. What's his name? Oh fuck, dude, you're asking a lot of me. I have so many notes written down here. I'm I'm trying to get to a certain spot. Justin Bieber. You. Justin Bieber. Oh yeah. So oh, he he had a cameo in the movie, and he gets shot to hell. And it, when I saw it in the trailer, I was like, this movie is already amazing. <laughs> he gets shot up like a hundred times by my and he dies. Um, I do, I right, do so, appreciate his sense of humor, though. No, but yeah, no, that, that is funny that he agreed to be in the movie being shut up. That's, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, also, Bieber on SNL. Why are we doing a Bieber minute right now? Fuck him. <laughs> uh, but check him out on SNL. He's he's fucking funny, and I do agree with you. Everybody has to have sort of a uh, sense of humor, man. Just fucking, especially in this day and age. Um, yeah. But what I do have to let you know also is that I do have a note written here about 
lots of cliches. Like, uh, do you remember the movie Hancock? I don't think I ever watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, dude, get the fuck out of here. I will watch that with you before Susie gets back. I will edit that out if you want me to. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Watch Hancock. I recently watched that movie. Uh, It's got Will Smith. Uh, There's a lot of Hancock involved in this movie as well. It's like people that can be superheroes that don't know they're really superheroes and also have uh, relationships with each other that they don't really realize until it's too late. It's 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 fantastic. I like all this. I, I, I gotta stop doing the greatest thing in the all world. Right. So that being said, uh, this has been the. Oh wait, also, bleh. Did also, you hear um, hold on. I will answer that question later. Leave. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is there was this scene where a guy took one of those fucking digital pills. Yeah, it's a spoiler. And... That's in my spoiler section. Is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Maybe I should stop then. Maybe this is a perfect time to stop. Um, I actually have the cool. same thing written down. And uh, can I say before we go to spoilers? Batman and Robin reference that I mentioned um, in the first portion comes up in this movie as well, where JGL says Robin multiple times. And uh, let me see. The Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man reboot is the plot with them taking the animal DNA and coupling it with everybody that takes it. That's also very much pulled from other uh, superhero movies and DNA and uh, all this other shit. Anyway, that being said, thank you very much. This is the spoiler-free version. Hold on. Uh, I don't, sorry. I, I don't remember you giving your rating yet. Because I hadn't. Oh, okay. I was going to. I was going to. All right. Uh, well, if. Uh, all right. Are we going to do that? All right. Um, whew. All right. I really, I really like this movie, and I have a lot of issues with continuity. Um, one more thing before I mention my score the continuity in this movie with his eyeball, which is part of the spoiler. Uh, just hold that into your into your brains. Um, we're going to take a huge break, and then we're going to come back for uh, the spoiler version. But I will give this movie – what did you give it, Aaron? 7.11. So the closest thing you could give it before an 8. Wow, that's a really good score, actually. Uh That means that you took into consideration the storyline, the graphics, Mm -hmm. the enjoyment of it. Um, My only gripe really was was the sound mixing. Yeah, but that was about it. Which is interesting because, well, I guess it's not interesting. the Uh, the The music and the special effects, they were all good. 
It was. Uh, just I was gonna loud. say how so though. Like, like what parts were too loud for you? Because I, I experienced the opposite, where certain parts were less loud than they were supposed to be, and then I had to turn up dialogue in other parts. That's what I'm talking about. So the dialogue was way too low in the mix. They they didn't have it leveled out properly. But you were but were you listening to it on a surround sound? Because I was yes. I was on a TV with just two systems with two. No, speakers. I was on a, I was on a, a five point one surround sound. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Um, I would have to give that sound design probably the same thing you did because. For a large part of the dialogue, I was turning it up or going back and turning on the subtitles so I could see what was being said. Right. That's a good point. Um, all right, so let's leave it at that. What, what my, god damn. I think I wanna give it like, yeah, I think I'm gonna give it an eight. Like, I'm not even gonna give it like a fake number. I think, this movie was was solid i have issues with um maybe i don't know man maybe like a 7.75 i might go a little bit back on that because when we when we come back and deliberate um and do the spoiler version i think that my notes are gonna justify why not a full eight uh 7.7 is that the same thing as what you did I don't know. No, I did seven point eleven. I want to. I want to give. Yeah, I, I think we're in the same spot, actually. Yeah. As close to an eight as I can get, I think you nailed it, man. I think I'm gonna agree with you. I, that's nailed it. Yeah, fucking nailed it. All right. So that being said, we gotta go get some sleep. We'll be. We will be back to record uh, the spoiler version, right? Yeah. Uh, for episode 122, right after this, uh, I'm not sure if there's going to be a fucking uh, sound effect that I put in right here, but I'll do what I always do. Uh, thank you, my friend. We will be back for this spoiler version. Where you're going to hear is the very worst, the worst like sound effect that I pulled up side effect. <laughs> 15 <laughs> years ago for uh, the <laughs> countdown that is a spoiler. And uh, we're going to go do that. We'll be back to talk about spoilers for episode 122. Thank you, man. Uh, we'll talk to you after the break and full spoilers on the other end, and full disclosure on how we're doing all of this. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you in a bit. All right. Have a good one. All right. Cheers, man. Cheers. Did I miss anything? We good? Good. All right. So uh, before I end, do I need to know anything? Yeah, we're good. I'm out. Uh, it's still Meeting. recording. Is it? I don't think it is. It shows that it's still recording. Oh, shit. What did I do wrong? Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. Hey. There you go. Anyway, we'll figure this out. Do you need anything done? No, I'm good. I just... Uh, uh, wait.
I'm gonna hit the sack. I'm gonna hit something. No, I mean, I'm staying. You good? Because I'm I'm about to hit it. NBD for all, right? Yes. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Uh, text me tomorrow, whatever time we got to finish this, okay? All right. Sounds good. I'm going to get fucked up on purpose, so I'm incoherent when you talk to me next. All right. You're probably going to have to cut this all out because it still says it's recording. <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. I'm doing it on purpose. There you go. All right. All, all right. right thanks. Thanks for analysis. You have a good night.